I'm Vicki McCann, and you're listening to ADW Learn, a podcast for our Archdiocese of Washington educators. I'm in my 16th year at ADW and currently the Director for Curriculum and Instruction for the Archdiocese of Washington. My role includes curriculum standards, resources, instruction, professional development, and assessment. I grew up in the same area that I live in now, and I attended one of our elementary schools. As a child in a Catholic school, you look forward to Catholic Schools Week every year, and not just because it always snowed that week. It seemed like the week was all about celebrating me, a student in a Catholic elementary school. We'd usually get no homework night, crazy themed outfit days, and of course, some sort of an assembly, like a traveling theater company or reptile man. Oh, I actually did not like that one. But with Catholic Schools Week approaching next week and all of the changes we've had to make due to the pandemic, I decided to interview Kathy Mears. She's the interim president at NCEA. Hi, Kathy, can you introduce yourself and tell us about your role in education? Absolutely. So um, I have been in Catholic education for 40 years. That's a long time, but it's, it's true. And um, I have been a teacher and that means a first grade teacher and a high school teacher. And I started three um, at programs for special needs students at three different schools, two as teacher, one as a principal. And then I became the assistant superintendent in the Archdiocese of Indianapolis and um, spent actually 30 years of my career in Indianapolis. I also um, then went on and was part of NCEA, the National Catholic Educational Association, and was their executive director for elementary education for a few years. Then I went to Boston and was superintendent for the Archdiocese of Boston for five years. And now I'm back at NCA as the interim president and CEO. Wow. So you really have seen our topic of Catholic Schools Week all over the nation then. That's I, I, I have. <laughs> wow. I even spent one day of a Catholic Schools Week um, in Fargo, North Dakota, where the air temperature was 26 degrees below zero. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Like cancel the parent meeting and stuff. And nope, we went ahead with everything and um, they were great. And, and they told me, I said, well, we don't, we don't really slow down unless it's 30 below. Right. <laughs> so different than here in the DC area. I'm not um, sure there's a big difference between 26 below and 30 below, but apparently there is. <laughs> nah. <laughs> um, tell us just a little bit about NCEA, the organization itself. So um, NCEA was founded in 1904 for Catholic school educators. And the purpose back then was to advocate for Catholic schools and provide professional development for Catholic school teachers. That remains today. Um, we provide advocacy and we provide professional development for, for Catholic school teachers. The advocacy has been really important um, over the last two years, especially. Um, the, the PPP loans, um, the the money in um, the first stimulus bill to help with COVID. All of that happened for Catholic schools because of advocacy work. Um, they don't necessarily start writing these bills saying, oh, we need to include Catholic school teachers, mm -hmm. but USCCB and NCA are there to say, hey, wait, don't forget us. And um, especially on the advocacy part, NCA provides all of the data. Um, going back several um, decades, many decades, um, 
NCA was charged by the bishops to be the data collection agency for Catholic schools. And so we, we retain that today. Um, we are the official collector of Catholic school data. And so we do that every year annually. And um, we'll actually have our report coming out in the next two weeks. I think we're gonna release it during Catholic Schools Week about our data that we collected for um, this school year. Oh, wow, okay. I know that ad ad advocacy work is so important for us. It is. It, it really is. And like I said, it it really made a difference this year um, because there was um, the money for COVID as well as the regular bill for education. Mm -hmm. And so um, we we were really needed. And, it, you know, there's a lot of stories about Catholic education right now because maybe this school is doing really well, has a waiting list. Mm -hmm. Parents could afford to, to switch their kids from public school. And then this other Catholic school where they're, the area they're in People lost their jobs and their moments way down. Mm -hmm. And so for senators and representatives, they were definitely getting mixed messages about the state of Catholic education. So NCA played an important role in supporting um, the professional lobbyists um, or advocates that said, um, wait a minute, this is what the real picture is on Catholic education. Mm -hmm. Um, so talking about getting the word of our Catholic schools out there, what is Catholic Schools Week? Can you, can, can you tell us a little bit of history behind the event? Yes. So Catholic Schools Week um, started uh, in the early 70s. So it's about 50 years old. And um, we, the whole point was to advocate for Catholic schools during this week. And it, it was, this week was chosen because it was right after, um, if we had a new president, we had a, a new Congress, they were all sworn in January 20th. So the first, the last Sunday of January, that's why this week was chosen. And for those who live where it snows, it's a horrible week. Mm -hmm. um, and they used to take children. They would, children from all over the country would come to go and ask the, the representatives, the senators to make sure not to forget Catholic schools and whenever they were writing bills and that. Um, it was great photo ops for the senators and representatives. They got their pictures taken with wonderful Catholic school children in Catholic school uniforms. Right. But it, none of those children vote. Right, right. right. <laughs> so um, about, it took us a little while to learn that maybe this wasn't the best use of time or money. So um, we've kind of, we've pulled back on that because it's great that the students visit and we want them to visit and they do, um, but we don't make it that week and we don't make that really part of our advocacy because again, it was really benefiting the representatives and senators more than it was us. Yeah. They got their picture taken. They use those pictures for publicity, things like that. But it, um, we didn't really see much, much support coming to us because of those visits. So switched strategies and said, um, you know, we'll advocate year round. We will especially advocate when um, money bills are, are on the, the table or if there's something that really would impact um, Catholic schools in, in other ways. Um, and I'm talking about like Title IX things and things like that now. So we, um, we really do advocate and keep a close watch on bills year round. Right, that makes sense. Uh, could you briefly walk us through the overall theme and then the daily themes for each day? Yes, thank you, Vicki. Um, we think that the theme is very strong. It's faith, excellence, and service. And those are three things that every Catholic school possesses. Um, our schools are founded on the basis of faith. And most of our schools celebrate that on Sunday. Many have special masses during the week. 
um, depending on when their priests can be available for them. This year, faith is also going to look different because of COVID. Um, lots of our schools, um, there's only one class in a church at a time or maybe two, depending on the size of the church. So um, faith this year is bringing on whole new methods. Um, I've seen people who are going to do um, rosaries live on live stream them. Some schools are doing um, special prayer, prayer um, activities every day. So prayer um, and faith is going to look a little bit different this year because of COVID. But the most important thing is it's still there. It's mm -hmm. going to be happening every year. So, so that's a great thing. The excellence that is Catholic schools. You know, sometimes people don't understand that um, our excellent academics are real, that we really do achieve those um, wonderful scores that we publish. And, and we need to highlight that because people need to understand that we believe that not only will your children get that strong faith basis, that strong character formation um, by attending our schools, but they will receive an excellent academic education. And again, the data bears out that our students do very well. And um, we need to celebrate that during Catholic Schools Week. And that comes up in spell bowls, they have math contests, we have art contests um, or art shows, all those kinds of things during Catholic Schools Week. Um, again, that might look differently this year. I know one art show is going to be totally virtual. Um, the art teacher has been working on um, recording these masterpieces created by the students. And then that video is going to be made available to the school. So the excellence is going to, again, be show, shown and highlighted in different ways during Catholic Schools Week. And then finally, service. Our Catholic schools do a wonderful, wonderful job with service. They um, provide many, many um, opportunities for our students to participate and to learn that they need to give back. And that's that will continue. Um, this week, I think it's really important, or this year, I think it's really important to note that um, people are still doing this, even though maybe kids can't go to the soup kitchen like they did before, but they absolutely can um, still participate. I know that um, I saw on Twitter, a couple of schools are having um, drives to collect socks. Um, I know of a school in Massachusetts where they've already collected 8,000 boxes of diapers. Wow. For schools why a week and respect life. It kind of put the two together. So it is, um, it is really important and, and a wonderful thing. The other thing I'd like to talk about with Catholic Schools Week is on Tuesday of Catholic Schools Week, which is February 2nd, I believe this year, um, the, the National Day of Giving for Catholic schools and Catholic schools from across the country can participate. Um, I think we have 350 signed up this year and these schools will be able to um, join together to raise funding for their schools. And um, it's a great program. Um, Fax, Nailnet, um, our partners, um, help us with that and and they've been great they've just been great in um, collecting the money and helping us to promote catholic schools across the country and so um we're very excited about that too in in addition um we will celebrate our communities we will celebrate vocations because catholic schools still provide a lot of vocations to the church um through catholic school teachers through sisters brothers and priests and so we want to make sure that we always remember those kinds of roots too and how Catholic schools support that. And we'll celebrate our nation. And if ever our nation needed celebrating, it is this year. And there will be prayers offered for our nation. And again, celebrating the gift that Catholic schools are to, to the country. Right. And so I know that in 
for our Archdiocese of Washington schools, we always start, and I believe nationwide, we always start Catholic Schools Week with an open house. Typically, it's usually on that Sunday, and it used to always snow on that Sunday. Um, <laughs> yeah, the open houses a lot of times would sometimes have to get postponed. However, we always adapted, and this year we're having to adapt again due to the pandemic. So, do you have any suggestions? How are schools doing their open houses this year? Have you heard anything? Yes, a lot of schools are doing them virtually. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen already people put out on Twitter, you know, come visit our school. And um, some of them are really phenomenal. They've had help from a lot of real estate agents who know how to do this because they do those oh. kinds of tours for, for homes. So if you have a real estate agent in your school, call them and say, can you help us with this? Because they really do know a lot about it. And sometimes they're even helping with the photography and things like that. And um, schools are very good. They're still having, many Catholic schools have eighth grade students or whatever students lead parents through the building. They're still using children to lead them through the building. And um, I think that is wonderful. So many of them are going virtually. Some are still having face-to-face. -face. Everybody has to mask up. They are placed, no one's gonna be in the building with others. They've got them a half hour spread apart and they're going to offer, um, I know one school is gonna offer 12 hours of um, walkthroughs during Catholic school week. So oh, wow. you can sign up if you want to. And um, you know how Catholic schools week, uh, lots of times people will, you know, they have a sibling, but they have a kindergartner and they have a third grader. Well, those parents probably aren't going to get the walkthrough this year with the kindergartner because the kindergartners probably already been in that building and know it. So they're saving these spots for brand new parents, but they are doing that. Um, and they're offering again, you wear your mask, and, but, and you'll come in and then they're they're cleaning after somebody walks through the room, they clean the room, then somebody else comes through. But they have it spaced out during the day so that it's it's safe for everybody. Um, because it, it is important to get in the building and see the facilities, mm -hmm. especially because our schools are face-to-face. -face. I know. The other thing I would say about enrollment is um, we really do enroll year round now. Mm -hmm. We don't just enroll in February for the following year. Um, and I think this year that will will remain true. Um, you know, we added the Discover Catholic Schools Week in November because people were saying the elementary schools need to be on the same schedule as the high schools because the high schools do a lot of their right. work in the fall. So we added that. And um, what we found out at the elementary level is people just enrolled their kids then right then and there. So those open houses really did help some schools, you know, so... Again, I know we'll have these open houses. Some people will not wait, especially if their children are learning online, they want face-to-face. -face. They'll probably go ahead and enroll this year. So it's interesting because we're having to change the way we gather data on all this because people are doing different things than they've ever done before. Yeah. Are there any other opportunities that NCA offers for families or even for our educators? Yes, for families especially. So. Um, We've encouraged schools again to have these two weeks, one in, in um, early November and one in, um, it always starts last, last Sunday of January. So this year, most of Catholic Schools Week is in February. So we've always encouraged schools to participate in that. We also have a newsletter that is just for parents. We send it to the school and then ask the schools to forward it to parents. And that comes out every month. 
Okay. And we pick different topics. So we offer that for parents. And schools have told us that this is really helpful because that week the, the principal didn't have to do quite as much. They can just send out our newsletter. It gives them a little break. So I think that's a good thing too. The other thing is we do offer webinars throughout the year for parents on different topics. Um, last year is actually our biggest webinar ever. We had about 3,500 parents on a webinar that we offered in um, March about online learning and how to manage it at home. Okay. And so it, it was way bigger, exceeded our license and everything. Right. right. <laughs> but it told us that parents really do need assistance. They really do need help. So we've been trying to step it up ever since then so that parents can participate more. And we are able, I think, to maybe offer, um, you know, if every elementary school has to offer the parent webinar, that's a lot of work. Just think about that being duplicated across the country. Yeah. So if we can step in and do it, we're happy to do that. And, and we have been able to do that. That's excellent. That's I know I've even been forwarding out your webinars for educators as well, you know, on the, the measuring the gap and the distance learning. So that's been very helpful as well for my office as well to be able to forward out, you know, your great work that you're doing. Well, and we, whenever anybody has an idea, let us know because we will take ideas and run with it. Um, we're here to serve. We take that very seriously. And again, um, while I know it's different from region to region about, and parents have different concerns, at the end of the day, the parents love their children. They want the best for their children. And um, if we can help, we, we want to be the people to, to be here to help because um, that's our job. <laughs> Right. I know. Well, on that note, Kathy, I want to thank you for your time and um, I'm excited to watch. Thanks for taking the time to learn with us. Make sure to follow hashtag ADW community on your socials to enjoy all of our ADW Catholic Schools Week celebrations. And also subscribe to this podcast and follow me at ADW Curriculum.